What happens after we die? Today on Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, Pastor Rick continues his series, Eternal Realities, Heaven and Hell. In these lessons, Rick shares what the Bible says about heaven and hell and how you can be absolutely certain you're going to heaven. This September, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with the final part of a message called The Reality of Hell. Only a fool would go all through life unprepared for what we know is inevitable, death. Do you know a recent statistic? This is amazing. The recent statistic shows that the mortality rate in the world is 100%. (laughs) You're going to die. So am I. Someday, I don't know when, hope it's a long time from now, but uh, you're going to die. And and it's one, only a fool would go all the way through life going, yeah, I know I need to decide this, but I'll put it off, I'll put it off, I'll put it off, I'll put it off. Friend, you don't know if you're going to drop dead tomorrow. I could walk out of here and have a heart attack in the next hour before the evening services. I'm not guaranteed next week, next month, next year, much less next hour. Why would you put off something you know is inevitable and could come at any time? You need to settle this today. And when we finish today, we're going to pray a prayer that I want everybody to pray so that everybody here knows for sure you're going to heaven because God has paid for everything possible for your ticket. It's already been paid for by Jesus Christ. So he says, I want you to trust me and I want you to know that you can know absolutely certain you have eternal life. So how do I settle it? Well, your ticket to heaven is in Jesus Christ. Look on the back of your outline. 1 John 5, 11 and 12. Let's read it aloud together. God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. He who has the son has life and he who does not have the son of God does not have life. That's about as clear as you can get. Now friends, this is why Christmas and Easter are so important. If Jesus hadn't come at Christmas and he hadn't died on the cross and then come back to life three days later on Easter, we wouldn't be having this discussion. We would all be hopeless. There would be no hope for us. Heaven's perfect and we're not. But God came up with a plan. And it was a plan that somebody would die for all my sins and all your sins. And he would do it himself so that we, by his grace, could go to heaven. And that's why Christmas and Easter are so important. Look at this next verse. The cross is the answer to our problem. It says in Colossians 1, 22 to 21 and 22, at one time you were separated from God and you were his enemies in your minds and the evil things you did were against God. In other words, God, I'm gonna run my life. Nobody has a right to tell me what's right or wrong. Nobody has a right to tell me what to do. I'm gonna make my own choices. He says, "You, you know, you rebelled just like Satan did. But now God has made you his friends again. And he did this through Christ's death in the body when he died on the cross so that he might bring you into God's presence. What's God's presence? Heaven. And when he brings you in, how are you going to be? It says, as people who are holy, with no wrong, 
and with of which God can nothing of which God can judge you. He said, I'm gonna wipe the slate clean. This is the etch-a-sketch verse of the Bible. You make all the mess, you turn it upside down, you shake it, and it comes up clean and pure again. He says, that's what I'm gonna do in your life. Now, the most famous verse in the Bible is John 3.16. And you know, each week here at Saddleback, we, we memorize a verse. So John 3.16 is gonna be our memory verse. Since it's a little bit longer, many of you have already got this one down, but we're gonna take two weeks on this one because this one is a little bit longer than some of the ones we've been doing. But let's read it together. Remember you say the verse, the, the address at the beginning, at the end. So let's read it aloud. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And where is that verse found? John 3.16. Chapter 3, verse 16. Now, this is the verse that you see the guy with colored hair standing in the end zone holding up at all the ball games, John 3, 16. It's the most important verse in the Bible. If you only get one verse, you wanna get this one because this one is your ticket to heaven. Now, notice it says, again, let's read it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now notice I've underlined six words. God's only son, perish eternal life. And the first letter of that, G-O-S-P-E-L, that's the gospel. Now what is gospel? Gospel is the old English word for good news. That's all it means. The gospel is good news. When you hear about gospel music, that means music that's about what Jesus did for us. When you hear about gospel preaching, it means somebody's teaching what Jesus Christ did for us. That God's only son came and gave his life for us so that we would not perish, but have everlasting life. Now we're gonna memorize this verse together over the next two weeks. Let me summarize what that verse teaches in four words, A, B, C, D. And again, listen as if your life depends on it, because it does. This is how you walk through the door named Jesus to get into heaven. A, B, C, D. A is admit. The first thing I do is I admit I need a savior to get to heaven. Now that means I admit I'm not perfect. Heaven's perfect and I'm not. I admit I've blown it. I've made mistakes. I'm flawed. I've sinned. And we just admit it. We own up to it. Now, this is the hard one for some guys. Why? Because of pride. So there's one thing that'll keep you out of heaven, your ego, your pride, your unwillingness to say, I need God in my life. Because people say, well, I'm a self-made man. I've noticed that a self-made man tends to worship his maker. That's deep, you guys, that's really deep. And in order for you to get to heaven, you have to humble yourself. You have to admit God is God and I'm not. And I need a savior. I can't earn my way to heaven. I can't pay my way to heaven. I can't be good enough to get to heaven. I need a savior. Now believe me, if you didn't need a savior, God wouldn't have wasted the time sending Jesus to die on the cross. If there was any other way for you to get to heaven, don't you think he would have done a less painful way than come himself and die on the cross for you? There was no other way for you to get into heaven. And so first I admit that I need a savior. 
Second, the B is, I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that Jesus died for me. And believe means more than head knowledge. It means I trust in, I rely on, I I surrender to, I, I commit myself to. It's more than head knowledge. Look at this verse up here on the screen. Romans 10, 9 says this. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that's what Easter's all about, you will be saved. Now, what does it mean to confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord? I mean, we don't have lords and ladies today. We don't have kings and queens and vassals and counts. We don't have a feudal system. We're a democracy. So what does it mean, Jesus is Lord? Lord is just the old English word for boss, master, the guy in control. It means to say, Jesus, you're the chairman of the board of my life. Jesus, you're the CEO. You're the boss. You call the shots. I'm putting on a sign over me that says, under new management. That's what it means to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Saying, I'm under new management. I'm no longer calling the shots in my life. Jesus Christ, you are the manager, the Lord of my life. So I admit I need a savior to get to heaven. I believe that Jesus died for me. I confess him as Lord. And see, I commit myself completely to him. I commit myself completely and say, Lord, I want to do your plan for my life. I want to do the purpose you put me here on earth to do, not my purpose. I'm going to go not my way anymore. I'm going to go Jesus' way. I'm going to go God's way. I'm going to go the way that God created me to go. And I commit myself to you. Now that commitment, you need to do it publicly. You need to make a public commitment to Jesus Christ. I mean, how about if I said to my wife, honey, I'm committed to you, so let's get married uh, but let's not tell anybody about it. What kind of commitment would that be? She goes, hey, Buster, are you ashamed of me? You won't tell anybody about me? If you won't tell anybody about me, then you're not really committed to me. A private commitment is no commitment at all. You gotta make it public. So I stood up one day in public and I said, I do in front of a bunch of people. And I wear a ring everywhere I go. And this says, ladies, don't even think about it. (laughs) And I'm sure so many ladies do think about it. (laughs) Uh, What fantasy world am I living in, you know? But the point is, I was, because I'm proud of my wife, and I love her, and I am committed to my wife. Till death do us part. Now, what is the wedding ring of the Christian life? Well, there are two ways baptism and joining a church. Now being baptized, joining a church doesn't make you a believer. It shows that you are. It's a wedding ring. This ring doesn't make me uh, married. It just shows that I am. Jesus said this, look up here on the screen. He said, if anyone acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will openly acknowledge that person before my father, which is in heaven. But if anyone denies me here on earth, I will deny that person before my Father in heaven. Are you ashamed of Jesus Christ? Does anybody know you're a believer? Does anybody know you've stepped across the line? Have you been baptized? If you haven't been baptized, what are you waiting on? We baptize after every single service here at Saddleback Church. We've baptized over 20,000 believers in the last 10 years who publicly say, I'm not ashamed to say, I'm a believer in Christ. Now, in a lot of churches, 
people, they have come forward invitation, altar call, Billy Graham style, where they invite people to publicly come forward. Here at this church for 28 years, we've used this little card. And every week we invite people on the back of the card to check, I'm committing my life to Christ, or I'm recommitting my life to Christ, or uh, I want to uh, be baptized, or I want to join the church, or whatever. And this is a way of doing it. It's a way of making it public. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me, then I'll be ashamed of you in heaven. But he said, if you stand up in front of me publicly, I'll stand up for you in heaven. Another way you can stand up publicly is join a church. Now friends, it doesn't matter which church you join as long as it's a good Bible teaching church. I could give you a hundred really good churches I could recommend within 25 minutes of Saddleback. We're not in competition with any church. We're all on the same team. These guys who pastor these other churches, they're my good friends. I'm actually in a small group with a bunch of them. So we're not in competition. Just find a church. If not Saddleback, you need to choose one and just say, I'm not going to attend there. I'm going to join it. What does joining a church mean? It's saying, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a part of the body of Christ. One day you're going to stand before God. You're going to stand before Jesus Christ, your Savior, who died on the cross for you, and there'll be nail prints in his hands. And he's going to say, now, what did you do with your life? He's not going to be interested in hearing, well, you know, I joined the country club. <laughs> yeah. Well, I joined the PTA. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I joined a sewing group. Yeah. Well, I joined, uh, I joined uh, Save the Whales. Yeah. Uh, I, I joined uh, any other social or service organization. He's going to say, did you join my family? Did you join the body of Christ, my body? Did you join my church, which I died for? Wait a minute, you joined everything else and you didn't join my body, my family that I'm going to take with me forever? What were you thinking? I admit, I believe, I commit. My public expression of that commitment is baptism and, and being a part of church. That doesn't save you, it just shows that you are. It's, it's the, not the root, it's the fruit. And then D, I depend on God's promise. I depend on God's promise. And when I depend on God's promise, what is the promise? That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, in order to remember that promise, God gave us two symbols, baptism and communion. And he said, I want you to remember this, what I've done for you, what it cost for me to get you into heaven. You couldn't get to heaven on your own. So I came to earth and died on the cross. And if you'll put your trust in me, you walk out through this door named Jesus immediately into the presence of God, into heaven. And you're gonna celebrate. And by the way, you do not wanna miss next week because next week we're gonna cover all what heaven's all about and it's a whole lot more interesting than you think it is. Heaven is not boring, not at all. You think about the greatest things we've ever done here on earth and you think about a billion times better than that and that's what heaven's gonna be. Let's bow our heads. If you've never opened your life to Jesus Christ, you do this this moment. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer and I'm gonna ask everyone here to pray it in their heart. Let's just say this, dear God, you are God and I'm not, and I admit it, and I'm humbling myself, and I'm letting go of my pride, 
And I'm saying, I realize, I admit that I need a savior to get into heaven. I know that I could never be good enough. I know that I've done wrong. I'm flawed, I've sinned. And I need a savior to get me into heaven. Thank you, God, that you so loved the world that you gave your son Jesus for me. That if I would believe in you, I could receive eternal life. So Jesus Christ, I believe that you died for me. And today I commit myself to you. I want to change. I want to repent. I want to, I want to be what you want me to be, not what I want to be. And I commit myself completely to you to follow you, to trust you, to serve you, to know you, to love you. And I'm going to depend on your promise that you said whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I want that assurance so that there's no doubt in my mind that I've committed myself to you and I've trusted you for my salvation. Thank you for dying and for loving me. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me, write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you've missed any part of this message, or if you'd like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com, where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope it brings. That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. No matter where you're listening to this program right now around the world, I want to thank you for your support of Daily Hope. Your prayers and your financial contributions are literally helping people all over the world learn about the hope that we have in Jesus. Did you know that in just this short time, people from over 200 countries have visited the Daily Hope website, and we have listeners all throughout the United States, India, Africa, South America, Australia, Korea, Hong Kong, Europe, all over the Middle East. In fact, right now, someone's listening to this broadcast and getting to know Jesus because of your prayer and because of your financial support. So I just wanted to say thank you. Your support means so much to me personally, and I want you to know that I take your trust very seriously. Every single dollar you donate to Daily Hope goes right back into the ministry. 
You know that I don't take a salary from Daily Hope. You're never going to hear about Kay and me opening a private jet or, or some boat because we want to invest as much as possible into God's kingdom because that's what's going to matter for eternity. Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth. And I believe Jesus meant it when he said that. Now, we want Daily Hope to reach more and more people. So I would appreciate you prayerfully continuing your support of this ministry. Would you pray about it? Here's the prayer I want you to pray. God, what do you want to give through me? I would love to have you as a partner in hope. If you choose to become a partner in hope with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. Go to PastorRick.com or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to become a partner in hope. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.